Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Good morning. Minister, can you tell us what is outlined in this new strategy nationally? And then, you know me, I'm going to ask you what's in it for the model county. So, first of all, let's look at the, the, the overall picture nationally. What's happening? It, 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 is, it is a national strategy. And fundamentally, um, as you will be aware, trade is critically important to a small open economy like Ireland. It underpins our whole economic model. In fact, 50% of all jobs um, in in Ireland are dependent on our ability to trade internationally. Um, so it also is what ensures the revenue can be generated to ensure that we can make a necessary investment in critical infrastructure right. and to provide critical services. So it, trade is so important to an economy like Ireland. And what this strategy does it sets out a roadmap in terms of how we can maintain uh, our international presence from a global perspective and how we can look to increase our trading capabilities uh, internationally. It aligns with uh, the work of the IDA and Enterprise Ireland. And the IDA, as we all know, are charged with the responsibility of... uh, yeah. attracting foreign direct investment to Ireland. Uh, IDA companies nationally uh, support 275,000 jobs uh, over uh, 1,700 IDA-assisted uh, companies. Um, and then Enterprise Ireland, uh, their job is to support Indigenous Irish companies' yeah. uh, trade uh, internationally. And uh, there is a commitment in both of their documents to ensure that we have a much greater emphasis on balanced regional development. 50% of all new IDA investments are going to be in the regions and two-thirds of all new jobs supported by Enterprise Ireland uh, are also going to be in the region. So there is a very clear commitment there uh, to ensure that the regions benefit too uh, from our trading policy. This document that was published yesterday uh, sets out a number of priority actions to be delivered over the next number of years. One is in terms of reaping the benefits of the EU single market. We're all acutely aware of the positive benefits uh, Ireland has from a membership of the EU, our ability to trade seamlessly uh, without without uh, tariffs, without quotas uh, within the EU. That primarily benefits uh, companies selling products. It's not as free or as simple for service providers, and that's something that we want to see addressed over the next uh, number of years, and work is ongoing at a European level in relation to that. We also want to go back to a situation where annually we carry out a Team Ireland uh, mission week. So that's where you would see uh, the Taoiseach of today with senior relevant ministers, be it the Minister for Agriculture, the Minister for uh, Enterprise, the Minister for Tourism, leading a very significant trade mission uh, to a market of scale um, to go out similar to what uh, Bertie Ahern done in the past in terms of when he led the first uh, Irish trade mission to China, uh, to create an impact to ensure uh, that we can have our presence felt in a significant market. Is it, sa- Another is it, safeguard- is it safeguarding our, our, our future exports then? Uh, just to, I'm trying to make it as, as easy to understand and as, as simple to understand as possible. Uh, what does it do? Does it, does it promote the development, further development of our exports? What ultimately is the, the, the main goal of this? The main goal is to maintain our position as an open um, 
trading uh, nation and to ensure that we continue that way, to ensure that we continue to be an attractive place for foreign direct investment and to ensure that we continue to be able to support uh, quality Indigenous Irish firms in their ability to expand internationally um, to look into new markets. Primarily we were heavily focused on uh, the UK uh, but what we want to see is to maintain that but also to support companies uh, look to Europe, look to the States and indeed look to other other countries where they can benefit and that's what I talk about in terms of the EU single market in terms of uh, being able to benefit from uh, the free trade agreements that the EU has signed up with places like South Korea, Japan, Mexico and Singapore. Yeah, in an uncertain world, in an uncertain climate, what you're proposing, have you had to adjust it? Have you had to adapt it? Or will you have to adjust it and adapt it? Well, I think the uncertainty of the last two years, and that has been added to, unfortunately, by the unjustified, unnecessary war in Ukraine, uh, reinforces the need to be outward-looking, to be open to international trade, uh, to ensure that we maintain uh, the security of our supply chains. So this was framed in the context coming out of COVID and that also leads into the position that we're in unfortunately now because of the unjustified war in Ukraine and it's it's open economies, it's economies like Ireland that is open to trade, uh, that is better placed and more resilient in times of tr- disruptions in the supply chains like we're, like we're experiencing now. Yeah. Look, um, an increasing amount of money has been invested into Ireland. How are the government going to use the money to help the public? Because you and I both know, and I don't want to diversify from what you're talking to me about too much, but we are dealing with a lot of pressures on people at the moment. Can any of this positive news be channeled down to the people who need it most? But, but that's the key point, and, that, and that's one of, the, one of the priority actions in this strategy, is to ensure uh, that everybody realises that the benefit of of trade is to them. As I said, 50% of all jobs. So it's not just people who are employed in IDA companies or Enterprise Ireland companies. There's people who supply into those companies a benefit. So there's over 50% of people are in work today thanks to our international trading policy. But coupled with that, the large tax take that we have annually, that's the tax that the government use to ensure that the supports are there when people need them. Right. for unemployment assistance, okay. for illness benefit, for old age. Uh, that's the money that's there to ensure that we can make the necessary investments uh, from infrastructure in terms of roads, the necessary investments in our health services, right. in our schools, without having, uh, and I suppose a simple way of describing it is, we have a cake. How we, how we, that cake of money is derived is from our ability to trade internationally right. and then the government has the opportunity in terms of how we split that money and spend, spend okay. it out there but without our ability to trade and without our ability to raise those much needed revenues we wouldn't be able to discuss how we're going to split it. Minister I have to wrap up the programme for today we're heading to the news from the Wexford News Centre just I have a minute a little over a minute left you you were with me I spoke to you in Wexford when you were out in Kent Stainless you marvelled at the success of that well known Wexford company and well done to them you then travelled around the county within the 60 seconds I've left. What was your overview of what you saw in Wexford? And can you promise me here now that you get the IDA down here and let them know where we are? Because uh, I'll keep battling the door down until we get them down here. We need to see them more. Can you put the pressure on them to do that and deliver more companies and jobs for Wexford, please? 
Well, the one point I'd make is we had the idea down there that morning. Um, a very senior member, Dennis Kern, head of the regional development, was down in uh, Kent Steel that morning. Both Minister Brown and I and, and uh, Senator Malcolm Byrne spoke with him, uh, reinforced that we wanted to see greater development within the regions, but not just within one location, within the regions, but all locations. And what I saw in uh, my visit to Wexford that day was a very open county, a county that has some very good indigenous firms, as you mentioned, Kent Steel, and their ability uh, to trade internationally. We want to support that, but we also want to ensure uh, that places like Wexford do get their first, their okay. fair share of uh, foreign direct investment, and that is fo- that has been to the fore of people like Minister Brown uh, and Senator Malcolm Byrne. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.